Well, I'm just going to start the podcast because Keith ain't paying any goddamn attention to me. You didn't say a word to me. I you just said, said testing, testing. Testing, and I assumed that you would take a goddamn hint and start no. testing, but not fuck See, it. That's hey, what guys, happens this is when you assume, bitch. No, we're not going to let this fucking go. Don't put fire under I, my shit. No. <laughs> or near my posters. Be careful. I'm going to shove it, all this on the fucking If floor. you hit it and it knocks on my shit, I'll kill you. You're just making it worse. <laughs> it's just getting worse. It's not worse. It's best. <laughs> Uh, this is Adventures in Roommating Roommate Pod. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm fucking Keith Batista. Yo, you keep your sass to a goddamn limit uh, it's today. It's up now, bitch. <laughs> I'll kill you. Because. Turned it on right when you turned it on. You know what? I'm always on, so I don't know Give what you're talking about. Give me some of your about. pink water. Let me try it. I didn't say you could have my pink water. Let me water. taste the sample. Oh, God bless. What is this? Focus? Kiwi strawberry. Yeah, it's huh? going to help you focus, though. This is vitamin water. You feel focused, Beeps? This episode sponsored by vitamin water. Oh, I wish. Give me some money. <laughs> Fuck. John I was, was asking if we get sponsorships. I was like, nah, it's no. just Patreon. We might at some point. I got to answer some emails, but right now it's just Patreon, girl. You going to bring it in? What'd you do? Ever since I got it, it's like it's just a little loose. My laptop, the, the, the clamshell is a little loose. That's okay. What, what we call it at Apple. The clamshell? That sounds like this a euphemism for shell. vagina. It's called the clamshell. That's what I call vagina views. Nope. It's like clamshell. Uh, clams are a euphemism for vagina, yeah. Why wouldn't clamshell be a euphemism for a vagina, too? When you're thinking about a clam, because you're thinking about a clam shell, correct? Uh, sure. Or to the stuff inside the clam that's all slimy and slippery. That's disgusting. Like a vagina. All right. So um, what are we getting into this week, Beebs? <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. Yeah, that's why I was it. like, we got to change the subject. I think we subject. should just end it. <laughs> um, What's up? Would you rather call it oysters? No. An oyster? Which one? Oysters have the pearls, You got that right? pearl inside? Oh, I got that pearl. Don't worry. Yeah, I think oysters. I think other... Crustaceans. Dude, clams are what fucking are they dope. I've been, speaking of which, this reminds me when I, I'm going to Boyne City in like a few days, whatever. And uh, and when I was a kid, I would go swimming and find clams, and then we would take them. I told this right before. You cut them would, open, suck them up. No, we would take you them. Wouldn't? And we would no, we would take your them, father. I'm sure. Shut would've. the fuck up. We don't talk about him. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we would take them and we put them in like you know like when you have like a little lake house or something. There's always like a like a foot bath essentially. There's always like a little like tub of water your parents put out so you can clean off all the sand. Before you go home in the fucking house, mm-hmm. we would just put them in there. And we would wait for them to get real comfortable, so we could see it like slip out a little bit, and then we try to touch them. <laughs> that was about it. And then we put them back eventually, or they die. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You wouldn't eat the clams? No, I would eat the clams. Nobody would eat the clams. No. So why would you? Why were you capturing clams? Because they were cool. Oh, so you were just like capturing? We them. were just scooping them up. Gotcha. It wasn't like a bunch of them. It was like we'd find a few. Well, no, because like when I was younger, I feel like uh, I have a distinct memory of... Are freshwater clams a thing that people eat? Yeah. Like I have a distinct memory of like going on like my cousin's boat in like a bay and like they were just scooping up clams to like cook. Some of them would just like... They had a knife, so they scoop one up, crack it open and suck one down. Like yeah, right then wanna, and there. I didn't want to eat them. I just was a little bit of butter, Beebs? Mm. Nah, Beebs, they looked like... Vomit or something. I don't want. I don't want clams. <laughs> like, I have a tongue. Yeah, it's gross. I don't want to eat that. A vaginal. Uh, Stop. <laughs> Stop. Well, I'm reading. Appendage. It says are freshwater clams toxic. I said they can be. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm by no means do I recommend doing this. I think this. you just recommended that I do this though. I'm not saying you should, but I mean, you eat raw oysters. That's the same I shit. I have eaten raw oysters. That's that's the same equivalent. But there was so much stuff on the raw oysters that I didn't even realize really that they were raw oysters. Right. And this was in New York. But I'm just this saying. Was not in Boynton City, Michigan. This was in New York that I was. The in. real problem with eating freshwater clams is that their filter feeders constantly ingesting the water around them, filtering out whatever is in it, and accumulating a variety. Of... Yeah, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> that sounds like a horrible thing to eat. 
So do lobsters. Lobsters let me, let are scavengers, me, let me girl. Let me eat this filter. <laughs> Isn't lobsters all they eat is like the, the, yeah, the girl, shit and piss of other animals? Lobsters are the fucking cockroaches of the sea, mm. babes. Tasty cockroach. Lobsters, if I remember correctly, I think it's lobsters, like, were really nothing. And then someone along the way decided that they should charge a bunch of money for them. And then yeah. so people thought it was like a high class food, but right. really they're fucking like, Isn't that amazing? they're rats. Yeah. They used to be uh, like prison food. Mm-hmm. Like prisoners used to get lobster. Yeah. <laughs> and then somewhere along the line, like, add some butter to this someone bitch. decided to make open it a red lobster. Fuck a it. gourmet, uh, <laughs> like expensive thing. And I'll eat it. That's it is awesome. delicious. I love lobster. Lobster's pretty good. I guess if I eat lobster and crab, mm-hmm. I guess I can eat bugs because they're just giant bugs, really. Yeah, these are bugs of the sea, Beebs. I just feel like, yeah, but like, uh, I can't eat a bug. Like, eating a cricket, the thought of eating a cricket. I could fuck a cricket out. Grosses me out. I've never had a cricket, but I'll, I'll eat the fuck out of a cricket. I ate a, a soft shell crab once. It looked like a big spider and it freaked me out. Because <laughs> you eat the whole thing. Like, that's the point of a soft shell crab. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm cool. <sighs> well, now that we talked about disgusting food, you want to talk about some movies? We're gonna do some. Uh, oh, you want to sh- talk about the should movies? Should we talk we about some fucking oh, movies, fuck girl? Me. Yeah, let's talk about them. All right, guys. So uh, I recently signed up for Amazon Prime. Yeah, you did. Uh, totally recommend it, mostly for Orphan Black. Oh, Orphan Black! But we popped on two movies last night. <laughs> the first of which was a movie called is a movie called Coherence. Coherence. How would you set it up, Eves? Give them the setup. It fucked me up. If it's, it's a mind fucker. So, for sure. first of all, it's got Xander from Buffy in it. Yeah, it does. I did not even know that, too, girl. I was really? pleasantly surprised. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, it's got Buffy from Xander. So, it's a it's a group of people that are having dinner one night. It's like, like a, a dinner party. Friends, like a dinner party. And there's like a, like a comet or something There's a comet passing, passing over. And... Um, and they start to realize that I don't even know how to set this up. Well, like, the lights go out. The lights go out. There's no electricity. There's a but, there's a house up the street that has electricity. So a few of them venture to go see, and what they realize is that at that house, there's the exact same dinner party with the exact same people happening. And we'll just leave it at that for yeah. the most part, right? I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. So they go to this shit. this house that's like two blocks away. They come back, and they're and they're like a little weird about it. And yeah, you find out that he saw the same people at the other house. Mm. And it's the same house on mm. top of that. Um, so, yeah, and then it just goes crazy from there. Like, there's there's a very... Because you don't know who's who at some point and where they're coming from. And mm-hmm. there's the tension keeps building and shit. Yeah, who do you trust? Yeah. Oh, God, it was so good. And then it takes a, a pretty good turn. <sighs> Fucked me up. It's pretty good, yeah. Fuck I'm surprised me. you were along for the ride because they, they taught. There's a bit of t- physics talk in there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> there's a little bit of quantum physics that they had to. Uh, the entire time, when, as to things us. were happening, is like the groups figuring out stuff that's happening. I would be like, I'd be the person in the group that's like, I'm not smart enough for this conversation. I don't. Can someone repeat everything you just said? Because I don't understand it. I hate like a translator. There would have been a moment where I was. I would have been like, I'm just never gonna leave this house. Oh yeah, I'm not leaving. I'm good. I'm just always going to stay set. here. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. Um, so definitely check out that movie. Oh, so weird. If you haven't, uh, it's on it's on Amazon so, Prime. So weird. Yeah. It's called Coherence. And then what's the other movie we watched? And then this is a more of a artsy film, filmmaker's film. I still don't know how the fuck film. I feel about it. Uh, it's called Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Now this was I remember when this came out. This was like a big deal. I guess in the indie circuit. Yeah. This movie or whatever. Okay. Um that, this is an even weirder movie, I would say. Yes. There's not much talking. There's, like, no talking. Super long Kubrick-style shots of, yeah. like, just 
of her a, staring of a in shot. a fucking mirror. Her staring at herself in a mirror for it made me it made me so uncomfortable because I was like, you, you know, know as you're happen. sitting at you're like you're applying all these things that you think they might be thinking. You're like filling in all the spaces with like your thoughts, but then they go on a little bit too long. So all of a sudden you become aware that you're filling in all the spaces with your thoughts, and then nothing has actually happened, and you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the gist of it is that Scarlett Johansson lures these men who seem to not really know a lot of people. Yeah, oh, she's so funny. She's like talking. To nobody them. would miss them essentially. And the minute, like in the conversation, like she's in her car and they'll come up and like they're in a conversation. And they mention that they have a friend or family or someone knows them. She just like automatically like shuts down, and starts putting her seatbelt on. She's like, okay, I and just go. drives away. And just drives away. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost an inversion. But it's all in the same town, I feel like, because or like close to because she has a house there. Yeah. Well, it takes place in Glasgow, I think, sure. Scotland. Yeah. Um. But I just realized it's sort of like inverting kind of how men treat women. Yeah. You know, like a guy's talking to you. The moment they like find yeah. out, I guess if you have a boyfriend, they're like, they're fucking out. They would, they, the feeling men have is just, all right, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go, I'm out. I'm done. Shut and down. I, and that's kind of what she was doing, but for different reasons. It was so funny. Um, I mean, not funny, but like. It was just a strange movie. And whenever she would lure them into oh, her. Creep me out. Lair, I guess you would call it. Yeah, it was so um, weird. It was very artsy. Very, very artsy. I was like, yo, Tumblr's got to be loving this shit. The background and naked the, walk. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. She keeps. She gets naked. There's, doing. And I've read a review, actually, that kind of. I think it was very uh, smart of them. Essentially, like the, the scene where she's looking at herself naked. Yeah. In the mirror, like just like checking herself out, like they said that. Oh yeah, she's like looking. It was back an interesting s- scene because there was nothing sexual about it. Uh huh. But you make it. Sexual. And like you even kind of see like you know, uh, not that Scarlett Johansson has many flaws, but like the flaws I guess in her body that it was just like an unglorified, very non-sexual nude scene for a sex mm-hmm. icon to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. So exactly. I just think it was cool that like. Her nude scene is a scene that nobody even really talks about. You yeah. Know? Like, no one says, oh, did you see how she got naked in this movie? Because, like, yeah. it didn't sexualize. Yo. Uh, we could not, though. Neighbors. Thank you. It didn't you. sexualize it that much. Yeah. These kids are playing, like, soccer. But yeah, you find out house. or you assume that she's she's essentially an alien that's, like, luring men into... It's so weird. ...to their deaths, I guess. But right? I don't know why. We don't know why. You never really figure out why. And then the whole ending scene was like oh shit that bananas me yeah up. I'm not even gonna ruin that for anyone but if you've seen it holy shit um, but I was so uncomfortable the whole time I'm like oh my god yeah it was very like I was like I don't know if uh, I want to watch this but I kind of have to keep watching it just to it see so where it goes creepy. I think I had a better time with coherence yeah. But well, the, the, it was a huge difference between us at the end of the movies. Like when Coherence ended, we were still talking. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we're like throwing out all these like, what if this and what if this? And then when when <laughs> Under My Skin, Under the Skin uh, ended, we just sat in complete it was silence. Silent. <laughs> and we both went on our phones and we're just like, I was like, I need to look shit up about I this need, movie. <laughs> I wasn't even, I wasn't even looking shit up. I was just like, I need to be alone with my thoughts for a little bit because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck just happened. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, those were good movies, though. But I would good recommend choices. those. Aren't yeah. you so... I feel like yesterday was your dream day for me, Beeps. It was a weird good so day for me. Like, you again. butter me up for my ultimate demise or yeah, something. Yeah, never expected again, We went Beeps. to Mel's Drive-In. Yeah. On, on the suggestion of you. Yeah. It's something I wanted, but I was willing to go to sa- Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to. But then I we also it. went to Staples, which was a bit of your uh, doing. Yeah, that's the trade-off, Daddy. 
And then, um, <laughs> and then what did we do? I guess we just chilled out for the rest of the we day. Chilled, and then we got Tipsy Cow. <laughs> yeah, we ordered and then Tipsy. we watched movies. I watched two movies with you. Yeah. That weren't Project Runway. Yep. You know what we should watch tonight, Biebs? What? Chipmunk Adventures. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> say what? Oh, Chipmunk? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say I want to show you Scream Queens, but we watched it together. We did watch it together. I've given you so much this week, Biebs. So yeah. much of myself. And now I'm going to shut down Tanjus and be left alone for the next three days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you cool with that, Biebs? Yeah, Biebs, I'll be at work. Oh, you're right. You're right. All right. You want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's get some let's questions. Let's answer some questions. <sighs> Should we do uh, email? Yeah, let's do email. So the, for those of you who don't know, we have a website. It's roommatepod.com. You can access all of our shit from there, including uh, email, or you can send, a, send us a message directly through the website. Mm-hmm. You can also find out our social stuff and all that good. We just opened up a few more $25 spots on the Patreon, And too. we also opened up a few more $25 spots on the Patreon. There's a man floating by our window. Oh, he's in a chair. Never mind. <laughs> Um, <laughs> There's a man floating by a window. Now he's just in a chair. <laughs> just in a, and I guess an electric wheelchair. I'm so confused as to what's going on outside right now. It's a Sunday evening, Biebs. Everyone, it's, it's a family time. I guess you're right, Biebs. Yeah. But, you know, some of us don't have families, so I'd like to <laughs> everyone Jesus. to shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. Okay. God, we get so many questions, we guys. We get them every day. Thank it's you so, so much for sending us. I love it. Questions. I guess we'll go from, yeah, the most recent. Here we go. All right, first question. This is uh, sent through our website, roommatepod.com. Just want to say it again. All right, here we go. Hi, Megan and Keith. I'm looking for some roommate advice. I am 21 and moving in with my boyfriend of nearly two years into a house shared with two other guys, all the same age. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the other three are all students, and I've just graduated. Okay. Yes, I'll be the only girl. God bless. Um, I will have my own room, Mm -hmm. so I will have some space to myself. Okay. Interesting. I know all the guys really well, but my question to Megan... Don't fuck them. ...is how do you live with boys? (laughs) That's that's rule number one. Don't fuck them. Yeah, don't fuck them. Please don't. to Keith, any pointers to help me not be just the girlfriend that moves in? I'm not exactly one of those lads, but how do I try and fit in? Please don't tell me I have to start playing Destiny and FIFA with them. (laughs) I have my limits. Hope this isn't too boring. I just need to know how to stay sane. P.S. My boyfriend sometimes listens to the podcast if we travel together. Well, I guess that's helpful that she's with her boyfriend so she won't be fucking the other dudes. I've never seen someone laugh so much on a train as he does when Megan calls someone a cunt (laughs) or tells Keith to shut the fuck up. (laughs) We also have children. We have small children outside of our window as we're we're reading this. In a small Sunday dress. Yep. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day of the Lord. Is there a communion going on? I don't know what's happening. Insignia, maybe. Okay, so uh, I would say, look, boys are fucking gross. Agree. I feel like I am one of the cleaner boys. You are. You're the best kind of boy Um, to live with. So I can't. I don't think Megan can accurately answer that. Yeah. No. Um, um, yeah, you. I would just be prepared for a smelly apartment. <laughs> oh my god! Just cl- get all the. Febreze. Here's here's what I feel like. I feel like you have to have like a, a little bit of like a talk. You know, when everyone moves in, set the 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 things up. Yeah. Set the rules. The rules. That needs to be like, yo, once a need. week we get fucked up, we clean or something. Yeah. So like, that everyone's a part of this bullshit. Don't make sure that like they don't view you because there's a thing that could happen. I think being the girl in a house of boys is yeah. that they. We'll start to resent you slash also want you to act like the mom figure as like as a woman. Yeah. Like, mm. I feel like 
you, you, you run the risk of getting into this position where you almost feel like you're the mom of a fucking den. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Making sure everyone's cleaning up after themselves. And I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just feel like yeah, moving no, with a group right. of dudes, they're going to be like, are you going to make us dinner? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Um, but I do think the, the, the frustrations of people yeah. who yeah don't clean it's them up. Like living with people who with don't clean them up after themselves. It's essentially, what yeah. is me living like with brothers? And so it's going to be something that you can talk to them about and try and get them to change their behavior. But yeah. if they don't, it's something you're going to have to live with. Or say, hey, you know what? It's a year's rent. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, true. it's a year's lease. True. Maybe move out at the and end of the year. And you have your own space, which is good. So you can kind of keep that. But it's good that you have your own room. I'm always of the opinion you can keep your room however you want mm-hmm. but like common areas you should you know clean up after yourself and you know agree do all that stuff to do that you would want others to do to you agree so if you can communicate that yeah just communicate it and but then also realize you know it's gonna it's gonna be frustrating and points. show them this uh, part of the podcast and tell them to shut the fuck up yeah if they act like little babies they're <laughs> supposed to be men <laughs> And uh, adults. Twitter and saw this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, El- it's like a weird Elmo. It's Elmo with in the flames, flames of hell. <laughs> <laughs> with his hands up. Wow. <laughs> it's so good. So there's a non sequitur. Oh, sorry. Why did you do that? Um, I just looked at Twitter oh. and it was this, someone saying, someone saying me, I love podcasts. They make my commute so much easier. Matt Lieberman. I'm going to make four podcasts this year. Me. Four podcasts this and year? And it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just like the gif, okay? Goddamn. Like, can I bitch, can I bitch live? <sighs> yeah, Shit. You, you can live all you want, Beebs. I'm living. Moving on to the next question? Yeah, get on to the next one. Dear Good Mama Tanja, shut the fuck up. Please don't say my name. All right, John. You think you're so funny, and every time you tell a joke, it's even funny. Because I want to scare you. Uh, Dear Mama Tanjas and Daddy Keith, I enjoyed binge listening to all of your podcasts as I do math homework. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's great to hear two people being so honest and genuine with their feelings the way you two do. Uh, You, the ideal best friends. You support each other and you make me feel like I'm literally listening to a conversation you would have on a daily basis. (laughs) You are. You (laughs) are, man. This is real. Uh, It reminds me of Tyler Oakley's podcast in that way. Mm -hmm. I love you. I love both you guys. Uh, Megan, you have made me look at my body completely different way, yeah. in a completely different way. Now I see myself as a sexy and confident human. That's goddamn right. I have come a long way on my journey with my body. I have such a negative... I've had such a negative light when looking at myself, but thank you for your help. I know that I matter. Uh, the video that you made in response to Nicole Arbor's Dear Fat People had me crying along with you. I understood everything you said, and it made me feel happy that I now have someone in my life online counts to me that is a role model for body positivity thank yeah. you so much now to the question sorry for the link you know what's good though is i Daddy made that Keith. video cr- crying and then like literally the next day i was like yeah, i'm good yeah <laughs> like i got it all out like i wasn't sad after that point yeah i just i had to get it out and then i was like system, yeah fuck bro. everything then <laughs> go i had this is a very long question beeps so just preparing i'm you. sitting back i'm drinking my vitamin water i'm living my goddamn <laughs> best life go I have had this recent predicament that I would like to get some advice on. So I am in my second year of community college, mm-hmm. and I'm working part-time. Mm-hmm. College ain't free. I'm from nope. Texas, so we ain't. So we say ain't and y'all here. That's fine. So the, this past summer, I reconnected with someone I know from back in high school. We had sort of a close, sort of close in high school, but got distant once I graduated, as mm-hmm. one does. Yeah. So we graduated last spring, and he reached out to me for some advice on college and things of the sort. So he ended up coming out to me as bisexual. 
Mm-hmm. I was so crushing on this guy back in high school because he was the sweetest and nicest person I have ever met. He made me feel special when I didn't think I could. But mm-hmm. then he got a girlfriend. And that fucked me up. But I was happy for him and got over him. So I had thought. So once we, had, so once we started talking, these feelings rekindled. So I gave him some advice about coming to terms with this and relating this relating to his struggles about being part of the LGBTQ plus community. Okay. Uh, we have a, we've got a lot closer by this and started talking and hanging out every day during the summer. Mm-hmm. We have had some flirty moments and remain talking every single day. Mm-hmm. It was great and I felt amazing, but I didn't want to say, Hey, I just, Hey, I want to rush you into a relationship when you just started coming into acceptance of your sexuality. Fair. Okay, two more paragraphs. That's when he texted me a reply of some friendly banter and a surprising I love you heart emoji. After getting that back, I decided to really think about it, and I realized that I did reciprocate those feelings. So Mm -hmm. I said it back. It was the first time I generally told someone that I love them. Mm -hmm. I was happy and proud of myself. Mm -hmm. It was a moment of emotional growth since Mm -hmm. I have a history of being reserved and cold with my feelings. Mm -hmm. I like to keep things bottled up and internalize shit until I randomly end up crying for no goddamn reason. I know. (laughs) I have some work to do. (laughs) Uh, So this was a big step for me. I was on cloud nine until next week. He Mm -hmm. had replied, thank you, my friend, which is uh, which left me stopping in my tracks. You know, like, what the fuck? You don't just say that to anyone, or at least I don't. I wouldn't, but I honestly, hearing that, I wouldn't have assumed that was like an I love you, like a relationship I love you. I would have assumed it was like an I love you friend yeah, I love you. I think it was a misinterpretation. Yeah. Uh, so I let it go as I was just reading too much into it, but mm-hmm. then he did the whole I love you thing and s- then said something about calling me a friend. This has been very confusing to me because I don't know how to feel. I don't want to be direct and ask him that and coming mm-hmm. off as a crazy asshole. But then again, this has been keeping me stressed. I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Please help. Sorry, Dad Keith, about the length, but it's your fucking job, though. <laughs> you right. Yo, they're so sassy. I love I love it. the sass. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I get my financial shit together, I will earn your love with my money. I uh, appreciate <laughs> That's it. That's right. That's, That's right. right. You got to earn daddy's <laughs> love. <laughs> I fucking talk to him, man. Yeah, I mean, if it's bugging you that you much, talk to him and just get it out. Just get out of the way and be like, listen. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. I don't think that person's going to think you're crazy. No. I just think, but but it also depends on how you approach it, right? Yeah. If you come at them being like, I thought you loved me. You, you don't what is that. this? Like, don't do okay, that. maybe don't, don't approach it that way. <laughs> but maybe say like, you know... When you said I love you, I think I might have misinterpreted that. Like, I just want to know how you feel because I kind of maybe have feelings. Girl, I would just go adorable, weird with it. I would be or, like, yeah, listen to me. I would be like, you know, like some point in conversation, would be like, I love you. I kind of low key have a crush on you a little bit, but like, I also love you as a friend. Like, I would just throw it in there because that's how what I would do. Fucking just throw it out there and kind of make it not a big deal. This is what you say. You're like, look. Like, I would low if key. I, s- I would low key touch it. You know what I'm saying? I would high key touch it. I was gonna say, Go. just tell this person you want to suck the dick, Mm-mm. you want the D, Mm-mm. and see what happens. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think listen, that's that's definitely that. the best advice. Nah, don't listen to that advice. That's how you ruin. Go everything. out for drinks. No, don't. <laughs> and see don't. what happens. <laughs> don't. Um, yeah, no. I think I think uh, when uh, you know. I think bringing up in whatever way you feel comfortable, but don't do like don't do super emotional, serious like. I think he said, I love you as a friend. Yeah. And like, that's a big, that's still a big deal. Especially with the fact that I feel like you were present in his life when yeah. he came out as bi. Yeah. And so I think there's a connection this he has in terms of that with you. Yeah. And maybe that's why he says that he loves you. Yeah. 
I think uh, he, among more reasons, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, don't ever. It's yeah. But the, something. The I'm worst learning. thing is miscommunication or assuming. Yeah. Right. So that's hard. What is this person Dudes thinking? Especially, I'm always like, I always assume they mean more than what they're actually saying, and they usually don't. <laughs> yeah, we're not that bright. Yeah. Well, God bless. Yeah, uh, I would just if, at some point bring up if you if you need to that like, hey, I, I kind of like you, and or and I, or I have a and crush on you. And if you get you. rejected, and that's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. All right. It's one person. It's you one went person. years without even see him or hanging out. This is going to be a, a growing or a learning experience for you yeah. unto itself. But so. minimum, you have a good friend. So Yeah, and you have a good don't, friend. Don't fuck that up. Love that. Respect that. Talk. And then it's all talk. about communicating, Communicating. Next question. <laughs> Join the Peace Corps. All right. Uh, <laughs> dear, dear Megan and Keith, I'll start off with saying I love y'all so much. Mm. We got a Southerner here, I'm assuming. Maybe. I need help, ellipses. Okay. I'm a gay man. Okay. I'm a gay male, rather. All right. Uh, I have met four of my best friends online, mm-hmm. and I would do anything to help them, ellipses. But ellipses. <laughs> I say ellipses because Megan loves ellipses. I'm shutting down, actually, <laughs> as you're saying ellipses. <laughs> you would hate this email. Uh, in the previous weeks, one of my best friends, a mm-hmm. girl, started talking to a guy mm-hmm. and brought him into our circle. Okay. Uh, we all tried to give him a chance because we just want her to be happy. Mm-hmm. But one day, he started saying homophobic things oh, to no. me with everyone around. Nope. And this isn't the first time I've heard things about him saying things of the sort. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Now, two of my best friends aren't talking to me because I said I'm not putting up with his behavior. Mm-hmm. I said I didn't care if she kept talking to him, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be around him. It's fine. We it's are, perfectly fine. We are in a 75% LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, so why the fuck is this friend even bringing someone around that's saying that shit? I'd be uh, so embarrassed if I were dating someone and they And I don't think like he should be able to get away with saying homophobic mm-hmm. things in our community or even in, in our community. My question is, uh, any advice, what should I do? I think that if they truly don't see where I come from, then those two best friends aren't really my best f- friends. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I love you both, and enjoy the podcast. I got confused at the end there. I just talked about one person. So does no one else in this group know that or like know about him saying these things? Well, there's the thing. If we're in a 75% LGBTQ plus community, mm-hmm. and a majority of the friends in this group are, seem to be okay with the situation, yeah, I'm wondering exactly what this person's saying. Yeah, I would be interested to know what the because person said. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. Or unless he's saying it in a sarcastic, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Uh, Or ironic way. Hmm. As if he's making fun of people who say things like that. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know the context of what he's actually saying. But, I mean, you know, first, the first thing I would do is when he says something like that to address him directly. Um, to be like, listen, like, you know, saying stuff like that, like, I, I feel super uncomfortable and this is why. Like, give a reason, educate if you, if you feel the need to. The next thing I would be, go to this friend that's dating him and be like, D- what do you think about this? Like, are you okay with this? And then if everyone else in the group is like, yeah, nah, fine, but you're super offended by it and upset, like, I don't know, like, you have to be around that person. I just wouldn't hang out. If there's someone in a group of people that I'm super uncomfortable with and they say shit all the time, I'm probably just going to, like, back out a little bit. Which yeah. sucks. Yeah. But also, like, I guess it depends on what he's saying and how it's making you feel and how your friends are responding to it. I would hope is your friends at some some level would be like, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And let's have a discussion about it. Yeah, I feel like you should have a talk. Again, communication. Um, yeah. But just, just, just convey 
your feelings. Yeah, just be very clear about what was said, why it's upsetting to you, and like what you want the outcome to be. Is it you don't want him to be in the group at all? You don't want to date, like what do you want, or is it just like I want us, I want someone else to back me up on possibly educating this person on why what he's saying is super offensive. Yeah, I wonder what he's saying. Yeah, I'd be interested in what he's saying. But yeah, yeah. bring it up. Next question. Greetings, Mama Tanjas and Daddy Keith. So I'd what like up? to preface my question with a short story. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's actually, <laughs> it's actually not a very long one. <laughs> they hate you. <laughs> uh, the other day I learned that my favorite musician, mm. and uh, I mean changed my life, I got a tattoo of words that he said to me, Uh-oh. favorite, uh, is going to be in town in a few weeks. Don't fuck him. I don't have a car, and my <laughs> boyfriend isn't a fan of this guy's <laughs> genre of music. So I posted on Facebook that this guy will be in town Uh-oh. and asked if anyone was going would be willing to drive me. Okay. I almost immediately got a message from my mom mm. telling me that this show is in a sketchy part of town. Okay. Parentheses, which where I live is basically every part of town. Yeah. <laughs> okay. End parentheses. Yeah, that's what parents do. And that I shouldn't go unless I'm able to go with a large crowd and also that my boyfriend should be going with me. Mm. <laughs> I got really upset because I feel as though, as a 25-year-old person, I should feel free to go to a show if I want to without having to carry this fear around that by just existing as a woman in public, I'm less of a person than I am Mm -hmm. a potential victim. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I live on my own, and my mom has no power to stop me from going to this show. It's just that I was really, really excited for about five minutes before I was reminded that the first thing that I should be thinking about before going mm-hmm. out in public is the probability of something bad happening just because I'm a woman I agree. is very high. Yeah. Uh, I j- just feel as though this is no way to have to live. Mm-hmm. Now, my question to you is, how am I supposed to be the independent badass bitch that I know I have inside of me as soon as I walk out of my front door? I have to treat myself as a potential target and hold the... F- is that one sentence? Uh, have the potential target and hold the fear inside me in order to stay safe? Or living in fear just doesn't. Oh, there's no or. I'm sorry. Living in fear just doesn't feel very empowering to me. Mm-hmm. Much love. Uh, I don't know if I can say your name. Don't so say much love. Okay. This is the problem of I think <laughs> an ideal situation versus a realistic situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, as a male, I don't. I wouldn't feel safe going to anywhere. At night by myself. Mm-hmm. It's because you're a little bitch ass bitch. I went to a show la- the other night by myself, Silver Lake. Well, it depends on the situation. <laughs> I mean, if that was uh, a like. different area, maybe, yeah. you know, um, not the most smartest thing. The reality is that for that show, listen, I could never without a doubt say something won't happen to someone. Like, the reality is bad shit's gonna happen. People are gonna do horrible things. We almost got <laughs> ran over by a car last we week. We almost got ran over by two cars last week. Yeah. Walking across the same fucking intersection. Yeah. So it's like... Car cut us off yeah. and another and car just kept coming. came just right behind Just looking right it. at me just kept coming. Um, yeah, bad shit happens and people do horrible things. Do I think it's a, a good enough excuse to, like, not live the life that you want to live or go to things you want to do I think yeah you'd be like no be smart obviously if you're in any kind of city or you're in any place where you're not familiar with the surroundings like research where you're going how you're getting there know your transportation know who's picking you up or how you're getting home what time you're leaving what time the bus leaves I mean you uh, know like have these things so that you're just prepared as a person but the reality is if you're going to a show there's a bunch of other people that are probably going to that show and like just you know I don't know I just went to a show the other night in Silver Lake. I, I got, literally, I kind of yeah, but fucking, you met up with people, though. 
I didn't know anyone there except the person playing. And so I got there, and then I sat there and realized, oh, I guess I could have invited someone with me. Like, I didn't even think about it. I was just, like, in my head, like, I have to go to the show, and I got to show up at this time. And then once I got there, I realized, oh, I'm alone at the bar. Um, I also think you have to realize that parents are overprotective by oh, nature. Yeah. Not tell my mom anything. <laughs> um, you are 25. You're right. You yeah. can absolutely do whatever the fuck you want. You yeah. can be that strong, independent woman. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like it's, a society it's not a bad too. idea to to go with at least one other person. Now, it doesn't have to be your boyfriend. I think it could no. be anybody. Yeah, I think it'd be anybody. Too. Um, I'm sure I just you say have more try to go friends. With another person, just because I think shows are more fun when you go with someone. Um, I think she wants to fuck this singer guy. Well, that's <laughs> or I mean, the musician. That's, that's a huge jump, Beebs. <laughs> uh, I, I have a musician. My favorite musician changed my me. life. Got tattoos. Yeah, I got musician lyrics on me too. I wouldn't. Fuck no, but this James is a, this is a, this isn't what lyrics. She got tattoos of words he said to her. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I feel you, but. I mean, I don't know who this... I don't even know who this artist is. I mean, what are the yeah, chances of anything happening? It's interesting how it's like my favorite musician. Not mm-hmm. band, but musician. Yeah, well, it might not be a band. Yeah. I'm not a band. I wonder where this is. <laughs> We're really trying to pick this apart. Did we ever get it? No, we didn't get a location. I think if you want to go with your boyfriend, go with your boyfriend. You want to go with a friend, go with a friend. If but you the boyfriend yourself, doesn't want to go. Well, that's, fuck that's the, the boyfriend problem. then. Well, go with a friend or go by yourself. You're perfectly capable of going by yourself. Your mom's concerned, and I get the concern. <laughs> and like I said, just, you know... Be prepared of, like, the area you're going, how you're getting home, and know all those things. And is the area really as bad as your mom thinks exactly. it is? Exactly. My mom thinks every area is bad. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, the the reality is that so many of us go and do things, and we're fine. So I think you're going to be fine. I think it's just a matter of, like, it can fuck with your head a little bit when you're, like, you're in this but phase be safe. where you're like, be safe. But, like, Have also, some mace realize, with you or something. also realize that, like, I don't know, I just... You can't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say this without sounding, like, completely, like, well, if bad shit's going to happen, it's going to happen. But, like, kind of, kind of, like, you can't plan for every little thing in life. And something bad could always happen. But the amount of places I've gone by myself, that I've traveled at night by myself, that I've ran at night by myself, and I've been fine, statistically, you're going to be good. And I think that just go and have fun. And don't, don't, you know, it's a society thing, too. I think there's a lot of, like... We, we, not to say it's always a bad idea in the sense that we teach people to just be aware of their surroundings and to be on guard in, in certain situations, but, like, we definitely, like, put the onus on women to prevent their own killings and rapes. You know what I'm saying? And so I think as a woman, I definitely feel that, like, if you go out and do something, people are always asking, like, well, what did you do? Like, what were you wearing? Like, what, were you really drunk? Like, you know, things like that. So I think that people tend to want us to defend ourselves against things that are committed against us and it's it's upsetting but you know there's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into dismantling a lot of those things and uh, in the meantime just go to the fucking show and have fun of course i feel like i'm putting myself in a parent's shoes though yeah like what i tell my daughter mm-hmm. but make sure what you're telling your daughter is the same thing you tell your son <laughs> you know well, what yeah, I'm saying? Like that's, that's the thing yeah. that's what i was gonna say my parents told me the same shit they told my sister right mm-hmm. go with people mm-hmm. they never they never not told me that in addition to my sister mm-hmm. like if you're gonna go to uh, an unfamiliar place you know make sure you you know things about it mm-hmm. and that you know you're with people that's why whenever i meet up a girl for a first time with a date like if, especially it's through uh 
uh, Tinder, like it, we always meet in a public place that's safe. Mm-hmm. That's that's for both of our safeties. Yeah. So I think that, and yeah. So. Yeah. I, I just would like to know, like, the crime rates of that area you're going to, like, the level of crime. You know, how much shit happens there. Things just like that. Listen, you're, I, I just think that if you're going to a venue where a bunch of people are going to be for a show, just make sure that you're not straggling super far behind where no one's there. Like, there's a group of people. Just stay in the general group of people, and you'll you'll be okay. You'll probably make friends. That I mean, look, show. honestly, more so than the area you're going to be in, it could be the people at the show mm-hmm. that do something terrible. Yeah, you, know? you never know. Don't so, trust anybody. But like, also, like, like what Megan was saying, so it's much. like you know, shit's going to happen. Shit's going to happen. But I do think there are things you could you could be smart about how you do things. That's mm-hmm. it. I agree. Uh, let's move this to the archive. You can do one more, two more. Sure, go for it. Let's see. I'm going to just do a random pick here. Bam. All right. First of all, first off, I would just like to say thank you so much for making this podcast. It got me through many days of data entry at my summer job this year. Mm-hmm. I also really yeah. want to thank Megan for being such a positive influence. I found your videos at a time when someone I considered to be a friend had destroyed my self-confidence and your videos and general attitude helped me rediscover it and got me through that terrible time in my life. Boom. Now on to the problem. I'm a 20-year-old female, currently in my third year of attending university. Sexuality and relationships. I'm sorry, studying sexuality and relationships. Mm-hmm. Partially because of what I study, but also because I feel ready. I really want to take what I consider the next step in my life and become sexually active. Yeah. And, po- and potentially enter a relationship. Cool. The catch, I'm sorry, here's the catch. While I love my body and I know I look amazing, there's this voice in my head that constantly tells me that people won't want to date slash have sex with me because I'm fat. This was always something that was in my head, but I think was solidified by previously mentioned asshole friend as he once straight up said that people will not want to have sex with me because I'm fat. That's just not true, first of all. Uh, Just to be clear, my other friends and I cut this asshole out of our lives a year ago. (laughs) Yeah, good. Good thing you added out of our lives, because I thought you meant you just literally cut (laughs) this guy. Uh, On top of this, I have social anxiety, which I have found makes it hard to meet guys, and weird commitment issues that make in when I am actually interested in someone and they're interested in me. I find every excuse to not actually date the person. Pretty much, even though I study this shit, I'm a mess, which is probably why you're studying it. Uh, even though I had some very limited experience in general, feel really, uh, and in general feel really good about where I am in my life right now, how do I shut those weird voices up and actually date someone who I actually deserve to be with? Mm-hmm. Also, how do I actually meet people and then show them that I'm interested because I am terrible at flirting? Mm-hmm. Love you guys and sorry this was such a long message and confusing email. Person's name. Um... Tinder and OkCupid and things like that are a yeah. good way of starting dating that out apps, because yo. people aren't generally on dating apps just to make friends. And when people are on dating apps and they're like, I'm just going to make friends, I'm like, mm, nope, <laughs> it's kind of bullshit. Um, so that kind of starts off the initial conversation because if you both match or you both swipe or whatever the fuck you do, there's that first like, oh, well, I've looked at your pictures and I'm interested or I'm attracted to you. So you kind of get that out of the way. And then you can focus on actually having conversation and seeing if you actually connect as people. Um, one of the things that I've been really trying to do lately is because I, I just like, listen, even me, I get in situations where all the time dudes like want to be super flirty, drunk and stuff like that. 
And they drop, like, little hints that you're like, you just want to fuck me or fuck a fat girl and, like, not tell your friends. So I've been, like, super, <laughs> super forward recently about, uh, like, I was in Hollywood the other night. And we went out to see, I went out to see a few different friends perform. But we ended up, like, at a strip club. And it was, like, with a group of people that I didn't know everyone, but I was kind of just meeting. And one of the dudes was, like, super flirty and, like, touching my back and, like, just dropped, like, certain lines, like, about how I'm a big, beautiful woman. And, um, and then he said something about on the down low. And I go, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do anything on the down low. Right. I was like, we, if you're going to be inside of me, we're going to be Facebook official. Mm-hmm. Like, so I think, like, you can do it in a funny way, but you have to basically communicate to people, like, yeah, no, regardless of what you aren't, maybe what you're not saying, what you're thinking, I'm not the one. Like, I'm not the fat girl you're going to fuck that you're just going to, like, eh, no, nah, I got one. Like, nope, if you want to be with me, then you have to actually be interested in me, and it's not going to be so easy. So I think, yeah, just be forward about that and communicate that with any person that you potentially meet. Without being as intense, obviously, like make it funny or make just make it clear, like, eh, no, I don't do that. Sorry. And people, you kind of dictate how people in a lot of situations treat you um, or continue to treat you. Like everyone gets one pass. And then once you get in and you do something fucked up, it's like, eh, no, 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 thank you. Yeah. I mean, I agree with the dating apps. Like yeah. join, uh, not maybe not Tinder, but like a legitimate dating app mm-hmm. where you're going to get hopefully legitimate guys or yeah. girls, wherever you're into. Um, but like things like even like Match or eHarmony. Yeah. I like OkCupid. That's a free one. You're going to get some creeps on there for oh, sure. Oh, there's so many. But like, but then you also meet really cool people that are just looking to connect. And yeah. like, and also feel awkward about meeting people in this city. And look, and whenever, I'll be honest, whenever I f- first meet a girl mm-hmm. that I like first met on Tinder or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm having a full on anxiety attack. Every time I meet someone, like mm-hmm. I am driving there, my heart is racing. I'm not, not maybe not an, an all-out attack, but I'm very nervous. My heart's racing. My every thought is like I could probably just turn around and not do this, but I power through it. Mm-hmm. And I realize, and and the thing is, I and I always keep telling myself this is that the thing it's so like I'm so worried about the night, but once I finally meet the girl and sit down, like pretty much it goes away. Yeah. It's just that first meeting. Yeah, no, I feel you. For me. And I think that's going to be the case with you. You're, you're going to have this anxiety about, you know, especially this social anxiety about, you know, being social, mm-hmm. especially with uh, someone you're looking to be intimate with. The best thing um, I've ever done, though, is be super forward about, like, I'm not one of these girls that's like, oh, I'm trying to hide that I'm fat. Maybe you won't see. Like, I'm fully aware that, like, you can see I'm fat. There's nothing I'm going to wear that's going to magically make you think that I look different naked underneath it. So mm-hmm. let's just embrace it. So I put in my profile on Tinder, like, I'm a fat girl. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I'll get guys. I'll get guys and don't mention that at all. And then I get guys that specifically are like, why do you call yourself fat? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, you're beautiful, though. And it's, so it's like, but it's like at least it gets it out of the way so that we can have the conversation. And or if it's a dude that's like, you know, I like her, I'm attracted to her. But, you know, for whatever reasons, society reasons, friend reasons, maybe he's a little like, oh, I don't know, like he's never been with a bigger girl or he's never been with a fat chick or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And maybe he has some insecurities about it. At least it brings it up so that maybe he'll feel a little bit more comfortable entering into something because you own who the fuck you are and you own what you look like. And confidence is sexy as fuck, regardless of, what, of your size. So don't be scared that you're not going to be with people or sleep with people or have sex because you're fat or you're whatever. Like, there is someone for everyone. There's multiple people for everyone. And I've oh, had yeah. no problem with penis. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have full faith I could get fucked whenever I want, if I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. And I'm a fat chick, so. Good Another luck. question? Let's do one more. All right, one more. This is not very long. Hi, Keith and Megan. See what I did there? I see you, Keith. <laughs> Why? Wait, though? who is this? Why would you want to see Ugh, him? I just love you all caps forever. Just read the fucking message. You can say my name. All right, her name's Lauren. Okay. Uh, which is Lauren, if you want. I'm going to try and avoid using compound sentences because bless Daddy Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Lauren. You know, I love that they realize your weaknesses, though. <laughs> well, it's just like... Anyway, I, I wanted to ask Megan, how do you deal with back issues? Ooh. I myself have back issues, and Christ, if those don't get you down, pun yep. fucking intended. Mm. Uh, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. I found Megan's videos two years ago while on the couch struggling to recover from a serious back injury. Mm. I cried with you and for you and for me and for everyone who has ever been in the position of being unable to move or function on their own. Yep. How do you deal with back problems on the daily? Do you have any tips or tricks? Can you just talk a little bit about your struggles and your coping mechanisms so I don't feel all alone? In my decrepitude. Mm. Thank you so much for your podcasts. Uh, your podcasts are the best medicine. P.S. Margaret seems like the real deal, Megan. I hope you are doing okay in your grief, mm. uh, especially now since you are going through so much with your father. Yeah, right. And you probably just want more than anything to talk to her about it. Oh, yeah. I lost my brother, and I know that the grief never really leaves. What, is she trying to make me cry in the fucking podcast? But, I was so good today. But sometimes <laughs> the messages of sympathy and condolences do... And that can sometimes be the toughest time. I am sending you love and positivity your way. You are wonderful, and I know you make her proud every day. Well, now that the waterworks are coming on, <laughs> I'll start like, off. I feel like right around my eyes, I feel like it prickling. Like yeah, it hurts. girl. It hurts. Swelling up. It fucking hurts. It's burning a little bit. Okay, you go. Uh, I forget even what the question was. That like distracted me entirely. <laughs> About back issues. Oh, and back be, issues. And uh, with pain. Oh, look, my dad, as far as I can remember, has had back issues. Yeah. I feel like I'm headed that way. I always have a weird pain in my back, but I never, I would say, I've had a back injury. Yeah. Oh, lucky. Um, all I can say is, as as much as I know, which is not much, taking care of yourself is a good thing to do. Like, there, there's got to be exercises to do to help strengthen your lower mm-hmm. back and things like that. Um, making sure you have good posture. Um, I needed to be doing all those things. I've been really slacking on all that shit. Probably... Visiting a chiropractor once in a while, not necessarily consistently, but you yeah. know, get checkups once a year maybe just to mm-hmm. make sure it's, things are going. I don't know what specific, specifically yeah. your problems. My I dad mean, has like slipped discs and shit. That's yeah, what my dad that's has. what I have too. Uh, I bet I have degenerative discs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do all the worst things for my back. I sit like an asshole. I run. Like, I do all the things I really Yeah, girl, you should be riding a bike, although you hate... Uh, we know what happens you, on bikes, you, Your though. toenail will, will refuse to let you get on I'm a bike so again, sc- I'm literally terrified of getting on a bike, Biebs. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, yeah, I mean... For me, walking was was really helpful. Like trying to walk as walking much as possible. Walking is great. Like I remember when my dad got back surgery, not to cut just, you off. Yeah, just walking. But like they were like, you ca- you gotta stop laying down. They were like, you have to get up and yeah, walk. laying down's the worst actually. Yeah, it feels better to lay down, but walking was really good because it helps um, loosen up. There are shit. definitely like some stretches, some back stretches that I should be doing more of. Um, yeah, I used to do like shit can, on the floor, right? Yeah, I like, got to get your back legs to up it. and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got Google it. Goo goo goo. Um, it's that Peppa Pod. It's that Peppa Pod. Um, it's so dark in here, Beebs. I know, I love it. I can it. barely I see love you. It. I love it. <laughs> I love barely seeing you, Beebs. It's my favorite time <laughs> of the night. Asshole. You fuck you, bitch. Um, 
The thing is, like, so uh, physically, obviously, you, you follow whatever your doctor, your chiropractor, whoever is kind of in charge of your care and your recovery tells you to do. But I think she's interested more in the mental, how do you get through it? How do you deal with it? Um, for me, it's an up and down thing. It was really hard because I was in a lot of pain all of the time. Yeah, you were out for like a month? Yeah. Was um, it a month? Yeah. It was like really defeating because you just can't do anything for yourself. You can't even like live. Like days just turn into one day. It's like endless. So it's like really easy to get depressed over it. Um, I think you have to kind of embrace that a little bit, but also like, you know, find, find things that you can do and that you enjoy maybe while you're out kind of out of commission, um, in between walking or stretching or whatever it is that you have to do. For me, I like watching really good TV shows, get up on that Tumblr, find some good fan fiction, answer those emails. Um, all while standing. Yeah, right? Get a standing desk. <laughs> well, it's really hard. If you're, she's dealing with nerve pain, it's really hard to stand. It's I'm not going to lie. Uh, again, um, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I don't know. I just know standing's better for you. It is, sitting. it is, but <laughs> it's not, you're not doing it all the time. I think you're like, you're, you know, you're alternating a bunch. So yeah. I think for the times when you aren't feeling as good to just watch things that you love, read books that you love, use it as a time of almost like. Kind of like not a free vacation, but like a little bit of like a vacation of like everyone else has to rush and do all these things, but you're in a position where like your body's not letting you. So use it to kind of fill your mind and your heart with things that you really enjoy and use it. Like I never have time to read books. Not that I'm, I'm knocking on wood. I don't want to get my back to go out. But like if my back went out, I'd be like, well, I guess I finally get to read all the shit that I've been wanting to read for a while. I finally get to answer all these emails. Mm. Um, you know, use it to Skype with friends, connect with people. Um, just... Porn's great. Porn's great. <laughs> God bless. Um, but, you know, really... I've really, heard orgasms are great for your lower back. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Really use your energy to plan out all the things you're going to do the minute you feel better. You know what I'm saying? And and, and in the meantime, just rest and relax and, and enjoy things that maybe you wouldn't have time to normally um, because you'd be so busy running from one place to the next. But good luck, man. Back injuries are the fucking worst. And there's some of it... Like, it's just so hard. You don't realize how hard it is to live... To go to the bathroom, to take a bath, to eat food, to do anything with your back <laughs> fucked up. There's a great, um, you remember that bit in one of the Louie episodes? Which, oh, uh, where he hurts his back? Where he goes, he's, he's having Is back that a pain. Sex no, 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 he has not back pain and he goes to, uh, I guess, a back doctor. And the back doctor was like, yeah, that's just gonna happen. Oh, yeah. That's evolution. We're not supposed to be standing up straight. Our spines are meant to be, you know, all fours. Oh, God. It's like no matter what. <laughs> Jesus. Our backs just haven't caught up to our bodies yet. <laughs> God bless. I was like, oh, shit. Well, that explains a lot. Well, there you go. Everyone's having back problems. I don't know about that, but okay. Sure. <laughs> We're just fighting against gravity, you know? Gravity is kicking yeah. some of our asses a little bit harder than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, gravity's not your friend. Fuck gravity. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I'm not gravity's friend. Awesome gravity movie, and I though. do not hang out. Yeah, you hate gravity. Girl. Fuck gravity. But the movie's good. The movie's good, but like... Ooh, I would watch that Gravity again. as a force can go fuck itself. Um, is that it, Beeps? We wrapping it up, Let's Beeps? Wrap it up, Beeps. It's time to wrap it up. Get to the fucking in a minute. Thank, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, guys, for sending uh, your emails, your questions, all that good stuff. We, um, I like yeah, when you send the quotes on the Twitters. That's my favorite, too. The quotes are the greatest. When you draw things for me, that's my favorites, too. Especially. <laughs> <laughs> Especially what? Especially when they screen 
Oh, please Shot don't. Fuck you. Our periscopes. Yeah, fuck you. Our periscope. You can go fuck My yourself. Periscope. Yeah, your periscope, bitch. Um, so for those of you oh, who enjoy listening to the podcast, uh, we have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash adventures and roommating. You can go to roommatepod.com. It has all of our links for everything. But these are people that listen to the podcast and want a little extra love. And so we give it to them. So we have a new $100 reward person, um, uh, sponsor lady that came in, uh, and sent us a message. Cause I was going to ask Lucy what she wanted to promote. This is uh. Lucy Brown. First of all, her what fucking image is of faith. So oh, we already know it's shit. Faith with her little like, oh, like just arm back. You just became the favorite so Patreon baby of Megan Tonjes. My favorite. Okay, so it <laughs> says, "Oh hi, if you decide to read this on the air, you can say my name." Heard your call at the end of episode ninety one, so thought I'd drop you a line. Long time listener, first time caller. I have nothing to promote. Just enjoy the podcast. Had extra bucks and wanted to show some love. Thank you. Oh, what the hell? Let's promote Dole Whips. I'm an old married broad <laughs> getting that allergen free, locally grown dick, and listening to your podcast <laughs> makes me feel alive. <laughs> Oh you know, my we're god! Destroying people. That was lives. great. Okay, not that dramatic, but you both are fun and sassy and true. And Daddy Ke- Keith, 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 Daddy Keith hasn't mentioned moving out in a while, so he's back on my good side. Also, I think we might have to talked about it today. Fuck up. Sorry. Also, want to say episode ninety is one of your best yet. Can't believe you worked in Soothsayer, Children of the Corn, and Pepisodes. <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> Pepipodes. Pepipodes. Keep using your powers for good, and can't wait for the next Pepipode Pepisode. Lucy. All right. So what's up, Lucy? Appreciate it, girl. Thanks, Lucy. Uh, we also have our girl, Kate. Uh, if you are looking to get gifts, bakeware, kitchenware, anything like that, maybe spruce up your kitchen, uh, our girl has a Pampered Chef site. So you can go to pamperedchef.biz slash Kate M. Check it out. She gets a little bit of kickback. And yeah, we like her a lot. Um, we also have Chelsea West. Chelsea West wants us to promote her creative partner, John Royal's new tabletop card game called Best Movie Never Made. So if you go to Facebook.com slash Best Movie Never Made, you can check out that game. Tell them that Keith and Megan from Roommate Pod sent you. Let us know how it goes. I still have to respond to an email. Uh, give them our address so we can play it a little bit. I keep saying they've been saying it for months, but I promise I'm going to make it happen. Uh, and then we have our $25 reward group. These are our babies that we give special names to. Oh, yeah. We have Jessica... Um, I wish Luca Kovach hadn't fucked Carol Kovach. We have <laughs> Jessica. Um, I wish that Childish Gambino were Spider-Man Webster. We have <laughs> Jasmine. Uh, a hop, jump, and a skip away from that dick wood. From that wood. From that wood. From hop that wood. wood. Hop we wood? have Gina. I made the appointment. You didn't show up, so I'm rescheduling at Wartman. <laughs> we have Corey. Yo, do you plan these out, girl? Because no, some girl. of these, you flow right into no, them, girl. No, girl. This is fan fiction, girl. <laughs> we have uh, Corey. Um, I'd be more impressed if you walked on more than the moon, Neil. Mm. We have Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez. We have we King go. James Smith III. What up, King? We have Brittany Cellardor, the most beautiful sentence in the English language, Sella. We have Ali Such Suchy. And we have Eric, you know? Mm-mm. Nah, me no. Me no. And now it's time for the fucking. All right, so uh, upon, uh, I'm going to also play a fucking in song. Okay. This is suggested from one of our Twitter followers, Kelly Baldonado. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a Justin now. It's beautiful. Uh, this is a request for. That the w- scared the shit out of me, those kids outside the window. For a second, I was like, we haunted. Fuck. You're like a cat, bees. <laughs> Focus up. I um, can't. So. I'm uh, goldfish. The, we- <laughs> the suggestion mm-hmm. is uh, The Weeknd's Acquainted. Mm-hmm. You know that song? Nope, but go. All I mean, right. I probably know it. I've listened to the album. I'm going to skip ahead so we get to the skip, skip, skip. Oh, all right. No, yeah, this is high fucking music is what this is. Yeah. Okay. Let's fuck them, beeps. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) It's so creepy. (laughs) Allison Shannon, Sarah Azenbray, Roxanne Zoltan, Cody Castillo. I was actually told by um, 
a boy that I'm friends with. Yeah. But also would like make out with. Uh, last <laughs> night uh, that Who's I have. This? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. Uh, that uh, I have a sex one operator voice. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we were like sending like just voice chats to each other, and he was like, "Oh, by the way, like you could be a, basically a sex one operator." And I was then I sent him all these pictures of like the phones that I would want if I were. A se- I've talked to you about this before. I was like, "I want to be a sex one operator. That'd be the dopest job. Work at home. Get a landline specifically for it. Diamond encrusted ass phone." Okay. Continuing. I forgot what you were talking about. I'm talking about my voice. Can we get back to fucking? Fuck God it. damn, Kobe you just interrupting the fucking. I hate Kelly, that shit. Shut up. Kelly Baldonado. Ooh, Kelly. Megan Lewis. She suggested a song. Miranda Christine. God damn. Amel Javenzaif. That's not how you say that at all. Zale. Well, work Pier- your body. Layla Pierboy. Tom Collins. Body. L. Elwood. Ooh. Hannah Holt. Yeah. Shelly Smith. Bridget Tuchin. Nicole DeLauro. Melissa Bernard. Maddie Williams. Haley Samsel. Uh, Hannah, just Hannah like Madonna, Imara <laughs> Excel, Angela Manos, Ooh, right. Megan Manahan, okay. Amy Heinz, Ethel oh, Tellez, oh Ross McPhee, God damn, Emily Ross. Turner, you still around, Ross? Sandra Might. What up, Sandra? And in our memory, in our hearts, in memoriam, Elizabeth Dolls. <laughs> if I didn't read your name, your card got declined, so fix your shit. <laughs> 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 I'm looking at you, Kelly and John. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, donating to the podcast, for supporting the podcast. Your homework this week, as in every week, is to share this with at least one friend. Yeah. Get one Just friend one. turned onto the podcast. This child has a cell phone. He's looking I for something. I thought it was a he car. Lost. I don't know why, girl. <laughs> I thought it was a car. I saw a light. Was there oh, a light he, involved? Sorry, he was using his cell phone uh, to find his soccer ball. <laughs> God bless. God bless. God bless. My life. Okay. Uh, I like you very much. We will see you guys soon. Uh, I think we're going to record a few podcasts because I'm going to be gone. Yeah. So you're going to be gone. So beginning of October, podcast might be a little delayed because I'll be in Michigan, but um, we're going to make it I'm also going to New York for a few days. Exactly. So we'll have lots of stories. We'll try to get some questions stuff done this weekend, though. We love you guys very much. Yeah. Good night. And, and goodbye. Bye.